0: So I was just giving people the lowdown on what we're going to be talking about today with, which is, um, cultivating a healthy money mindset and are you or not? This is something that you can definitely use. Um, actually I'm the timing of everything is un, unreal because this week I had this whole kind of identity crisis and a lot of it was surrounded around money, you know, because, As an entrepreneur, yes, you want to make a lot of money, but at the same time, you also want to lead your business with purpose. And that was kind of the place that I was at. And um, as an entrepreneur, I highly encourage people to create strong support systems because I was able to lean on my mentor. I was able to lean on my coach and really get clear as far as why are these thoughts surfacing and why is it, um, why is it putting such a damper on my energy? So yeah. I'm glad that we're talking about this today because cultivating a healthy money mindset is so important. Otherwise, it's never going to be enough, right? Like we're always going to be chasing that dollar. And at the same time, it's it's completely healthy to say that you want money, that you want to have a lot of money to live the life that you want to live. So um, before we dive into it, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and your community, which is Elevate and Create. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so um, I'm mostly a wedding photographer. I've been a wedding, for, or I've been a photographer for about oh, eleven years now, um, which is kind of crazy. But I've been, you know, self-employed that whole time, or doing contract work, and then. When I moved to Hawaii about five years ago, uh, that's when I really started doing the wedding photography. And it just kind of like took off here in Hawaii, which was amazing. This is the place to be for it. Um, And I've just always been super passionate about being a business owner and being an entrepreneur uh, because of some of the stuff we've talked about of, you know, building a lifestyle that you love and uh, just getting to do something that you love every single day. So that's also why I started Elevate and Create because I am just super passionate about being a business owner and I made a lot of mistakes and learned a lot of lessons over the past decade. So um, I'm really happy to be sharing all of that with other people and helping people get their businesses off the ground. Um, I'm helping one of my best friends right now start her own journey, uh, starting her own yoga business. And it's been so exciting to, like, watch her realize that she can do it. And so just, like, seeing that, like, spark in people um, is something that really drives Elevate and Create. So, yeah, I love it. And then I also offer on Elevate and Create every month I have a different topic. So, I have IGTVs around that topic, uh, blogs and posts. So February is actually uh, financial February, which I thought would be perfect since we have the mindset summit at the end of the month where I'll be talking about money. So it's all kind of leading up to the summit.
0: Awesome. And, um, for those of you who are not an entrepreneur, you can still get so much value from track two, especially, um, Chelsea's workshop here, which is cultivating a healthy money mindset. Um, because you can apply that anywhere. I mean, whether you be working a nine to five job or whether you be, you know, having a side hustle, trying to make this your full-time gig, you can definitely create that healthy money mindset. Um, yeah. So thanks for sharing about that. That actually leads into my next question, which is how do you cultivate a healthy money mindset? Um,
1: one way that you can do that is to kind of view, uh, you know, how are you looking at money now? And how is that holding you back from your earning potential? So something that I think is a, uh, you know, a really common denominator of people that uh, are not earning their full potential is maybe they think that money is evil. Um, So they might have grown up seeing, you know, maybe it, was a problem, you know, on their parents' marriage or caused a divorce or separation? Or maybe it's just, you know, the political climate where we're kind of seeing, you know, a bunch of rich people controlling uh, things and not always doing good with it. So something that you can do is if you if you feel like you are constantly looking at money with that mindset is you have to make the conscious decision to shift it. So, for example, for this, you know, this example of money's evil is you can make a list of all of the people that are doing great things with money. So I think I think it was Patagonia right now that um, they just took the tax break that they got under Trump's tax reform. Ten million dollars was their tax break. And they are, which is insane. They are reinvesting every penny into fighting climate change. So there you have a company that had all this money left over and they could have done insane things with it. And instead they're trying to help the world. So something you can do is to create a list like that. Who are the people doing the good with money? And that's something that you can refer to regularly, you know, because to shift your mindset, it's not going to be an instant thing. You have to constantly be coming back to it. So You can keep that list you can have it be a running list add to it and then also just kind of remind yourself you know when you have that money um you are going to do good things you know so you can be that change and that's just something that you have to constantly you know put it on a piece of paper have it right there in front of you so you can see it i love
0: that you brought that up um because emily who is the founder of Ure? her mm-hmm. brand is very powerful in that way too, right? She is a full-time entrepreneur, um, but her brand is really surrounding um, ethically made clothes. Mm-hmm. And that's how she's giving back to the community. So I love that you really use that example that as a business owner, yes, you can make a lot of money, but you also have the power and you have the, um, the, the say to to control how you use that money and it can be for nice. good mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: you like i was saying you can be that change you can set that example and i think it was very powerful when patagonia did it where like companies like hers that do it it's very inspiring of what can i do to use my money
0: for good mm-hmm. awesome hey everyone that's just joining just to give you a heads up what we are talking about today with chelsea is cultivating a healthy money mindset Um, so my next question for you is how does a mindset create opportunities to attract more money? That's a good one.
1: Um, there, there already are opportunities all around you, whether you are in a nine to five or you are an entrepreneur, but if you kind of have like, if you're stuck in the mindset of this is the money that I make and then this is all I'm ever going to make and, you know, I can deal with this, even though you're wanting more, you're going to you're going to shut off those opportunities and you're going to be completely blind to them. And so you're just not even, you're not even going to see them, but if you kind of open yourself up to, you know what I deserve to get paid my worth and I deserve to make, you know, this dollar amount, you are going to start to see all of these opportunities come up. And the reason I say, even for people that are in a nine to five, there's a lot of people um, and there's a lot of women that are under earning Uh, just because they think, you know, that that's all that they're going to make. And they kind of put themselves in that box. But if you open up your mind to it and you're like, you know what? I deserve that money. And this money would change my life by doing A, B, and C. It's going to help them go after that raise or look at the job opportunities where they would be making more. Um, And of course, if you're an entrepreneur, it's going to kind of shift Okay, so I want to go from thirty thousand to sixty thousand. How can I make that happen? So you can look at your pricing. You can, you know, get rid of things that aren't earning you more money. You can focus on the more high dollar things. So it's really just going to open up your eyes to the opportunities that are already there. And I think people would be really shocked and surprised of how many that they're seeing on a regular basis that they're just
0: closing off. Interesting. I love that point. It's so practical, yet it's so simple. Like it's just changing that lens that you look life in and knowing that you deserve whatever dollar amount that you put on yourself and your value um is empowering. It's it's almost like, you know, we always talk about how women tend to have a glass ceiling, especially in the corporate industry, right? Mm -hmm. It, It kind of makes me question now like is that glass ceiling being put on by ourselves, ourselves, you know, are we not, um, are there some people who are not being as ambitious as they can be to get that raise? Or, um, are there different avenues that they can take to be able to, to find that, that dollar amount with the skills and benefits that they need? Um, so that's, that's super cool. I love that. How do you create the right financial goals to align with your ideal lifestyle?
1: So I'm pretty big on making goals super simple. Um, I have the IGTV about creating actionable goals. And what I love to do is just get that big picture goal and then just break it down. So if you have this big financial goal, you have to, you know, so to get that goal, you know, look at what your ideal lifestyle is. Um, My boyfriend and I have like this crazy goal for in five years and, you know, it's not going to be instant, but... We have this lifestyle that we want, and part of it is being debt-free um, so that we can go travel and do these things. So we know how much money it's going to cost, and then we have to break it down of how can we earn that money, and then how can we um, get that debt paid off, too. Mm-hmm. So that's something that, you know, like I said, it's not going to be instant once you come up with that dollar amount for your ideal lifestyle, but you can work towards it every single month. You can come up mm-hmm. with that dream salary and then figure out how you're going to
0: get there and then really just break that down month to month. Yeah, that's powerful. I've, one thing that I think a lot of people do, including myself, when you start with the end goal, it can feel really intimidating. Mm-hmm. But I like that you you mentioned that you just break it down like month by month, right? It's yep. not going to happen instantly. And sometimes it's going to take five years, but and sometimes five years sounds like a really short time, but really, it's, it's like yeah. <laughs> It's like that. Yeah. Exactly. You just have to be disciplined. <laughs> so like 30s and yeah, it's like,
1: that's going to mm-hmm. go, that's going to go quick. Yeah. And, and like you were saying, like, it can be kind of daunting when you have like this big number or this big goal. And that is like, you know, what I always tell my mentees too, is like, you just have to break it down. What do I need to do this month? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that number looks pretty small. In comparison, so it makes it a lot easier to do, and then and a lot easier to even take that number and reverse engineer that number of, you know, how many sessions do I need to book this month, or how many products do I need to sell, and then once you have Mm -hmm. that solid goal like that, you can actually be actively working towards it every month instead of dreaming about the big number.
0: Exactly why don't you give us a little taste about what does it look like to reverse engineer, like the hypothetical numbers, of course. Right. So let's take my example. Uh, so with Oak and Pines goal, the goal is to have a co-work space. Um, yeah. so our members have a place to gather, collect and host workshops and all these good things. Um, that's a big goal in Hawaii, especially because property is so expensive. Um, and, you know, the cost of living is so high. Not everyone can afford, like, in the mainland, maybe, like, even if the membership was $125. Some people can't even afford that. So, like, practically thinking, how would we reverse engineer if my goal was, let's call it 100000
1: A 100000 So, I actually mm. just recently did a 100000 goal goal um, okay. with... You want 100000 though, to be the money that you can use, you know. So you mm-hmm. have to take into account paying taxes and things like that. So I realistically, I put in like 150000 And then I went back to all my services and uh, kind of went and priced those out. So what you can do is, you know, you have this dollar amount that you want to make. And then you have realistically how many days a month you can work. Um, so like for me, like I cannot shoot a wedding every single day. Yeah. Um that would be really exhausting and I wouldn't be able to fully be there for all of my clients. So I can pick the amount of days that I can shoot a wedding. So maybe I can do four weddings in a month and I can do you know four portrait shoots. So how much do I have to charge to make that 10 grand, 12 grand uh, in a month? So it really is as simple as going back and pricing out um, your services to make that amount. And sometimes you'll get to that point where you're pricing it out and you're like, "Okay, man, I have to do, you know, 60 days of this thing to make that amount of money. So something that you can do is, you know, maybe you have to reevaluate. Maybe that space is going to come a little bit later, or what can you do to add more value um, to your services so that you're not having to do it 60 days in a month? Um, What can you add to it to make it worth that dollar amount Mm -hmm. for people to pay it to be able to make that monthly goal? Does that make sense?
0: It does. So let me make sure I understand right. We start off with the number that we would like to achieve, 100,000. In this case, we would reverse engineer it to be practical. Um, So, oh, before that, is we need to consider all of the other factors such as taxes. So, we possibly would need to up that number to 150,000. Then we would look at the number of days practically. How much can we actually work within this X amount of time frame? And then looking at what is the price point that will help me get to that number practically. Like you can't yeah. charge people, you know, like $10,000. Well, maybe you could, but, um, so does that sound, did I understand that right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So okay. you just have to price it backwards and then, you know, like we are saying, you want it to be practical. So if you get to that month and it's like, you have to do, you know, 60 days of work in 30 days, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of figure out where's the disconnect is it at that final dollar amount or is it at your offering should your offering be worth more money and if you can't charge that amount of money what can you do to work towards it what can you add to your client experience um you know do you need to go to a workshop to learn more things uh you know what can you add in to make it worth that extra money
0: awesome That's super cool. Very empowering because that that just puts the control back in your hands. It's like you're creating the environment that your business lives in. You're creating the environment that your finances live in, whether you're working for a nine-to-five job, whatever the case, um, you have that control. So it's very, very empowering. So on that note, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your workshop on February 22nd at our Mindset Summit and who can benefit from it?
1: Yes. Okay. So I think anybody can benefit from it. Like we were saying, uh, you know, entrepreneurs, people in their nine to five that maybe have a side hustle, or they know that they're not earning enough at their job, or, you know, maybe they are, but they're just kind of having like an unhealthy relationship with money, um, at the moment. So what we'll be talking about is kind of some of the things that can lead to our unhealthy mindset. A lot of it is things that are rooted, you know, in our upbringing. Um, and so we'll kind of talk about that and then how we can do daily practices to kind of reverse and unlearn some of these, um, unhealthy money habits. One of my like favorite quotes that I've been living by lately is, uh, Wealth is not a single event. It's a habit. You know, nothing is going to happen to where, you know, say you did win the lottery and you get a million dollars or whatever. There's a reason why lottery winners go broke right away. Because they they don't know how to manage their money or they just have like a really unhealthy um, relationship with money. So we'll be talking about some of these daily practices that you can do to make wealth a habit rather than waiting for like a significant event. And then um, I'll work with everybody to reverse engineer um, that ideal income. So because it, it can be, you know, that was kind of like a, a general breakdown of it. But it's great to like, sit down, have it written out and really figure out what you can do uh, to get there.
0: Awesome. That is that gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. It's like because it's so powerful. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, we think about it naturally, some people think money is evil, like you were saying, right?
1: But not, not I, I'm going to share some of my story at the workshop, but, oh, my gosh, I was queen of money is evil. And uh, even my, you know, my best friend in high school, right out of high school, she right away was money, 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 I want to make money. And she hit that six figures way before I did uh, because I was sitting over there being like, oh, I can't believe that you, like, care that much about money. It's It's so evil blah, blah, blah. And she's really the one that helped me change my mindset. I, when I shifted my mindset, I literally, I was making, I was making like $20,000 a year. And I just, yeah, I was okay with it. I was doing great. I thought, but in reality, I was, I was struggling. I was stressing. And, um, the minute that I, that I shifted, like, you know what, I want to make 50 grand. And I started seeing all these opportunities that I was talking about. And then that first year that I made that shift, I actually ended up making $75,000.
0: So
1: it's, yeah, and I'll I'll really go into it at the workshop, but it's something that I'm super passionate about because I, I literally saw it happen like within 365 days. So,
0: wow. Wow. That's a short period of time. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Great. So (laughs) I'm happy to share
0: my knowledge. Yeah, it's super powerful. And um, I had a call with my coach yesterday and we were talking about this because, as I mentioned earlier, like this week has just, I've been having a split identity crisis when it comes to money. And um, she helps me understand that money is just opportunity. It's all up to you on how to actually use it, right? Mm -hmm. So taking the example that we had before, we, for a company that gets a $10 million tax break, you could you could either pay your executives out, you know, a million dollar bonus, or you could take that money and have a strong impact in the world, which is changing climate um, or impacting climate change, and and knowing that you work for a company that is very purpose driven, or even if that you're building a business that is very purpose driven money is not evil. Money is the driver. Money is yes. going to be the reason why there's a change in this world. So having that healthy perspective, not only for yourself, but also for your business as an entity, it's, um, going to make big changes in the world. So this is such yeah. a great topic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was really good timing for that news to come out too. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, that's great. Cause it's, it is really inspiring to see somebody doing such good with with everything else that's going on in the world. Like to see somebody yeah. putting them on the money back into something that could potentially help all of us is uh, really amazing.
0: Awesome. All right. Okay. This is so good. So for those of you who are still with us. I highly encourage you to get your tickets now because track two is already halfway full. So, if you're considering joining us, go get your tickets. Link is in Oak and Pines bio. Um, Chelsea here is teaching a healthy money, cultivating a healthy money mindset in track two. So, go look at track two if that's something that you are considering. Go ahead and do that. And I also encourage you to follow her on Elevate and Create because her topic of the month is all about finances. So if you want some IG Live tips or um, some tips on IG Live, you can go ahead and follow her there. So, all right. Kate Chelsea, any other final thoughts to talk about before we call this IG Live? <laughs> sure we really covered it
1: I'm glad I got to give a little snippet of my story in there too um mm-hmm. yeah because I, I do want people to know that I've been through it and you know like I was saying it's not uh it's not going to be one event that happens um you know in your mindset it is a lot of work uh so this is going to be the basis of the work you can't earn the money without having the right mindset so this is going to really set you up for
0: success Awesome. I'm glad that you mentioned that it's not just a one and done thing, because if you are coming to the workshop, Oak and Pine is going to hold you accountable to all the things that you've learned. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. Um, Oak and Pine really stems off accountability and leaning on supports and gathering as much resources as we can, such as the expertise of Chelsea here, who's teaching us how to cultivate a healthy money mindset. So um, again, if you are considering joining us during on February 22nd, during our mindset summit, go get your tickets now for track two. <laughs> all right. Okay, cool. All right. Well, that's all I have today. So um, I'm going to drop this in a podcast, Chelsea. So I'll let you know when it's available so you can share it with your team. or yeah. your, awesome. your community. Cool.
1: cool. My first little podcast
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Have a great day. All right.
1: Bye guys. Thank you. Bye.